Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Let's talk about something important here. Um, did you know that J.K. Simmons is the voice of the yellow M&M? Count me in. Durr, where you been, y'all? Did you know that? Wait, what? Ah, peanut head. It's like the whole just culture of the animated M&Ms, I'm confused <laughs> by. <laughs> it is a culture. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the sexy green M&M that wears high heels and is just walking around with <laughs> fuck me eyes? Chocolate experience you've been waiting for. I want to pull up a photo of the green M&M just because I want to confirm <laughs> if she has what appears to be false eyelashes. She does have eyelashes. She has heels. I think she's wearing hose. Hosiery. It's crazy that they have genders. Yeah. And Miss Green, you look great. Uh, I must say I was expecting more, but no mind. More than you can handle. Like how? How? <clears throat> short stuff. Oh my gosh, she is so femme. Yeah, I mean, I like her gloves. She's giving me like Audrey Hepburn realness with that, so that's kind of cool. Holly, I'm in love with you. So what? So what? Wow, I can't tell if I want to eat her or go down on her. Well, that's also eating her, so either way. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, go girl. It's me, Miss J. Willie, again. And it's me, Phoebe Bono-Robinson. Ew. Anyway, we're back with a very special episode recorded live at Clusterfest in San Francisco. Now, y'all, I couldn't be there because I was in London. Ever heard of it? Across the pond. But you had a very special guest take my place, right, Phoebe? You had a truly dope king, is what I would say. You know what? That's right. While you were busy taking lifts and eating biscuits and bangers and mash. Mm-hmm. Delicious. I especially love the bangers. Ooh! While you were doing that cool stuff, I was joined by W. Kamau Bell. I mean, we talked about his kids. We talked about poop. We talked about him interviewing D-bags from the alt-right. I mean, this episode was fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-fa-f
Well, I'm happy you're the guest co-host because we kind of go way back, W. Yeah, we do. We go, we go way back. I feel, yes, and I'm happy to be the guest co-host because often I imagine myself to be Jessica. So just <laughs> as my like as my Patronus, I'm like. <laughs> so this is. I feel very natural here. Not weird at all. Not a little bit. <laughs> But when you had your show, Totally Biased, which was a fantastic show. Yeah. Uh, there was other people who said differently, uh, <laughs> but yes. But I was the, the warm-up comic for the show. Until, I, and you just reminded me of this. I totally, there's a lot of the shot blocked until out. Until I was fired. Yeah. Were you fired? Okay, okay, yes, that's horrible. I'll agree. I co <laughs> Oh, yes, right there with you. <laughs> Did I fire you? You did not. Okay, okay. But... I mean, it was my show. I'm not trying to get off. Right, right, right. I not was... all talk show hosts. Hashtag not all talk show hosts. <laughs> that was... I mean, I wrote about... Uh, thanks for bringing that up. I wrote about the trials and tribulations of Totally Biased in my new book, The Awkward Thoughts of W. Kamau Bell. Buy it. Please, because your book was... Your book was a New York Times bestseller. Um. And my book is sold in bookstores. So it's basically no, the same thing. it's the same thing. But so was there like a lot of juicy behind the scene goss? About I, had to, I had to change a name. <gasps> like as I was like, I'm going in. That is so but crazy. But I feel like I'd like to change a name. Yeah. But is it so like... So I talk about a guy named Chris Brock. Uh, no, that's not true. That's oh not true. Oh my God, I was <laughs> like, yo, let's start that rumor. No, 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 amazing. no. Chris Rock is in the book because he's a producer on the show. Yeah. But there's another name I changed. It's very clear. It's, not, it's clearly not a real name. I sort of wanted to be like, I'm right. obviously changing this person's name. But yeah, probably the person who fired you. Oh, yeah, fuck that guy. See? <laughs> yeah, that's a, he called me and I was just like, yep. whatever. But I was like, fuck this show. Not you, but I was like... No, 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 no. I'll take the heat. No, I'll take the hit. <laughs> I Fuck knew it wasn't show. your call. It was, but, but ultimately, I was... I mean, now it's become like a whole different show. This, yeah. is, not, this is one dope queen and one sad guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is not going to be the hit that no. two dope queens is. <laughs> one dope queen and one guy who feels awkward about how he fired one dope queen. <laughs> no, it was bullshit. It was bullshit. There was a lot of stuff in that show... That was absolute bullshit. Yeah. I talk about that in the book because yeah. it was like, yeah, but I take the hit, yeah. So, no, but now you have this super amazing, incredible show on CNN, which, how are you feeling about that? Uh, uh, it's, it's funny, it's actually airing right now as we speak. Uh, so everybody just tweet hashtag United Shades right now just to make it look good, <laughs> just to make it look good. We can get a trend. I, I'm happy about it. I mean, it's, it's I'm, you know, comedians don't grow up and go, one day I hope to have a show on CNN. So... <laughs> That's a different. That's I Did didn't. Did they expect approach you? And they were just like, "We love what you do." Here's like, a show. I'd like to tell that story, but uh. Uh, <laughs> somebody approached them about a show that at that point was going to be called Black Man White America, oh, where okay. a black man goes around the country to white places. CNN said, "We know an unemployed black guy." <laughs> Hashtag this guy. <laughs> and I said, "I already have white in-laws. I don't need to see white people every week. I, <laughs> I'm already doing it on the holidays and at play dates." And, Birthdays, like, can we do? Can we do a broader thing? And then yeah, the yeah. producer, uh, Jimmy Fox, is a great. He's a white guy. Like, spun it into. You have to be clear about that. You think I hate on white people all the time? Right. It's a white guy I like. Uh, <laughs> him and Phil Jackson, who used to coach the Bulls, there were two white guys I like. Uh, and that's the entire list. Uh, spun, he came with the title United States of America, which is a much better title and a much I more love inclusive. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So what's been like? the craziest thing 
that you done on the show. Like they're like the craziest. I know you, you met with the the KKK. I know. I'm not gonna say the KKK because that's every, I, that's like the thing that people say to me when right. they see me in the street. Like you were the guy who met with the KKK. Yeah, yeah. yeah and lived to tell the tale. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I'm not going to say, it, it's easy, that was a hard one, but I think the one that got the most attention that I was surprised about was, we did an episode in Portland about, and it was a lot about gentrification and how hipsters are pushing black people out of the, of the city. I don't know, you, you don't understand this in San Francisco. Uh, <laughs> how, like, the new tech money comes in and pushes out the black communities, <laughs> but ignores them. I, 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 I'll have to email you an article about it, San Francisco. <laughs> but uh, this person, this is the best laugh ever over I here, know, by the way. It's a yeah. really, it's a, Deep laugh. But I like uh, it. so uh, w- there was a scene in that we talked about all the weird businesses in Portland. A woman had a cuddle business. Oh, that's dope. That's where you cool. pay money to cuddle with a stranger for like an hour. I've seen like videos about that. I've like thought about going to a person. Well, I, I, I'm well, very single, you guys. So. Well, I can hook it up. I, I can give you a referral. I get ten percent off my next cuddle if I refer customers. <laughs> My wife was like, yes, you can do it on camera once. Have fun. <laughs> so the weird thing is it was just, I thought it was a bit of fun and like people would laugh at it, but I got a lot of heat. Like a woman wouldn't stop tweeting me, you have committed adultery. Oh, come on. Like I was like, no, I haven't. Yes, you have. My wife says it's okay. She doesn't know. All right. <laughs> so I, I really, people, the, the clan was a big one, but the, with the, the cuddle business was bigger. And I yeah. condescended to it initially, but then after about 20 minutes of a hug with somebody, you do start to cry and think of your dead relatives. You know what I mean? It just, <laughs> it does clear. You're like, this is silly. It's yeah. good. It's goodwill hunting. Yeah. <laughs> it's not your fault. No, it's stop. Not I know what you're fault. doing, man. I know what you're doing. <laughs> it was literally, I had a Matt Damon goodwill hunting moment. I love that. And had to sort of make jokes about it the whole time, like it was silly. But I was like, can I come back? That's so dope. I gotta do this. You should do it. That I sounds mean, great. I mean, I don't know if it's still there. It did not look like a thriving business, but... What it? Because I'm sure a lot of guys walk in and go, and a hand job? No? All right, all right. I gotta go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just, like, go up to Michael B. Jordan and be like, I'll pay you 200 to cuddle me? <laughs> <laughs> Can I just... Is that prostitution or No. <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, I it may be prostitution, but I'd love just film it so we can put, yeah. it on, put it on Snapchat, see how yeah, it goes right? down. I love that $200 is your amount for Michael B. Jordan. That pays your cable bill for the month. That's it. I'm supposed to do like a thousand. He's got to fuck me for that. Like, that's crazy. Wow, we just flipped the whole thing, gotta thing there. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of money to be like clothes on clothes. Like, that's lame. <laughs> I just like the way you said it. Like, I'd like, I want you to say that. I'll take care of your cable bill. Uh, <laughs> That's my pickup line yeah, yeah. of guys now. <laughs> okay, so you are a dad of two. You got two little munchkins. I got two, yeah. I got I a six-year-old and a demon. No kids. <laughs> No kids. No kids. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. That's you people with no kids. I mean, I don't, I'm not the kind of person with kids who's like, you need that. No, don't have kids if you don't want to have kids. If it's not yeah. for you, don't do it. Because okay. you're not going to, if you think, you're like, if you're pressured into it and yeah. you do it, it's going to be awful, all right? That's how you raise a Trump. So <laughs> you have to want I mean, to do it. You have to submit yeah. to the process. You don't yeah. just do it. But the, the other side of that is, Single people without kids don't complain to me about anything. I don't want to hear, thank you, thank you, one person. I don't want to hear one complaint about, I'm so tired from sleeping too much. No, I don't want to okay. hear. Okay. I'm so busy. I didn't have time for brunch on Sunday. Okay. 
Okay, as a single person with no babies, I... <laughs> it's like I just took a pregnancy test. She's like, you made it! No kids again! Um, I feel like I do... I legitimately do... I know it's not the same as being a parent and having that fear in the back of your head all the time, but I do work seven days a week, so I do feel like I am allowed to be tired. No. Don't, don't. A bunch of single people. This is a, this is no, not no, no, no. not a fair no. representation of the no. world. No. Where are your parents? They're not here because they're home sleeping. <laughs> they're exhausted from raising your ass. Here, okay. Here's the thing. You cannot shame me for not having kids. I'm not shaming you for using Plan B at the appropriate window of time. Okay. I am great with time. I'm like, oh shit, I got a window to hit. <laughs> I'm not shaming you. I think mm-hmm. you can be tired and you can complain. Just don't complain to parents. That's all I'm uh, saying. Okay. Complain at your single people brunches. Oh my God. <laughs> I was so drunk last night and I only got 12 hours of sleep. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> that's the time for the complaints, but don't bring that shit to the parents. Don't. <laughs> nope, not interested. Because, you know, on podcast with Hari, right. uh, Politically Reactive, uh, thank you, three Great people. Great podcast. Great podcast. He complains all the time about how tired I'm. We're so busy. I'm like, we. Let's just say we're equally busy. Then I go home. I got two people who are right. like, the, you know, it's just, I'm a hero. Is all I'm trying to say. <laughs> That's not true. Parents are not heroes. We That's. Just, we just we just have less free time than the regular people. That's all it is. Yeah. That's you do I do want to give it up to parents because you do like work really hard. You're raising a person and not be a piece of shit. Like that is really I hard. I love that one person know? started to clap and realized nobody uh, God, yeah. oh, we're not okay. Nope. Yeah, clap for the parents, you animals. No, yeah, well clap for the good parents. That's all I want to oh. say. Like, like <laughs> a parent is not like a black belt in karate. It's not right. just because you are that doesn't mean you're good at it. That's true. That is very true. That's very, very true. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, I'm not going to have kids based on your recommendation. No, don't have kids. Uh, let's Can't recommend it. get my parents on the phone and let them know that I'm not having kids Tell because them I of said, you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just put me on the phone. We just had a long talk. Yeah. No kids for her. No. <laughs> you can come hang out with my kids. We can always use extra grandparents. <laughs> All right. You guys ready for more show? You guys are so proud. You guys are such a hot crowd. Um, I'm very excited for our next comic. She's very, very talented. She runs a monthly show at the Alamo Draft House. It's all about riffing on movies. Please give it up for Natasha Muse! Hey, what's up, good people? Uh, my name's Natasha Muse. I am pretty funny. Thanks so much. Thanks, everybody. Uh, Don't need your validation. I come here with my own validation. I don't know if you know the SF Weekly. That's a weekly paper about science fiction. And yeah, they told me, this is nice, they gave me an award. They told me I am the funniest comedian in San Francisco that is also transsexual. Yeah, cool. Nice. I get some of you are applauding. Some of you are just kind of staring at me blankly. That's nice. Some of you are just kind of staring at my crotch. It's okay. To which I say, hey, my tits are up here. And that's... That's fun. 
we just had more fun. And I get it. There's like a lot of thinking going on, right? The funniest comedian in San Francisco is also transsexual. That sounds really specific, right? That seems what must be an awfully narrow playing field. And it might make you wonder just how many transsexuals do comedy in San Francisco. And yeah, truthfully, there's only like three of us. So that award is more like a fuck you to the other two tranny comedians in the city. But I don't care. I like compliments, so you can qualify them all you feel like you need to do, right? Just keep giving mama the compliments, right? Just keep saying those magical words to fill the compliment-shaped hole I have in my soul, which I assume is right here, because the better I get as a person, the bigger this gets as an object. Like, you could tell me I'm the best-looking person in this room facing that direction. And that's fine, as, literally, as long as literally none of you turn around. Do not turn around. You will ruin this for me. Because I'm not the best-looking person in this room. One of you is the best-looking person in this room. Yeah, but it's probably not you. <laughs> yeah. There's like 200 people in here. You've got like a half of a percent of a chance of being... You're like 20 times more likely to be left-handed than you are to be the best-looking person in this room. And you're probably not left-handed either. So I wouldn't worry about it. My mom's left-handed, so that's exciting. You guys familiar with uh, moms? Yeah. My mom's an only child, and I'm an only child, so my mom has a lot of... Only, yeah, three only children? Wow, really excited. That's the most excitement I've seen from people who have no brothers or sisters. I don't know. My mom has a lot of cats, so she talks about her cats like her children, so they're my brothers and sisters. And now I have kids, so that now they're, they're also they're my kids' aunts and uncles. It's very confusing. It's a whole weird ecosystem. I got, I got children, though. Uh, they're not Kamau's, but they're mine. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so I'm a stay-at-home mom, which is great. I like that moniker because it implies that other mothers just leave. And that sounds delightful. Got two kids. Uh, I call the older one practice and the younger one the backup plan. So they're both second place in my heart. Seems about right. I am trans, transsexual. You guys are cool with that. It's SF people cheering. Some audiences are not cool. When I mention that, they're like the passengers of the Titanic. Just suddenly confused and not on board. You guys are good. I do like the word transsexual uh, over transgender. I don't like transgender so much because I don't like to be associated with the whole, you know, transgenderification that's happening in San Francisco. <laughs> Plus the word, I like the word transsexual because it's trans and that's me, right? Then there's the word sex, right? Then there's you all, so. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Oh, boy. Didn't name myself Caitlin. That was a bullet dodge. <laughs> so brave, though, right? 
Caitlyn Jenner is so brave and rich. So rich. I would trade all of my bravery for being that rich, but it's okay. Brought that out to my dad. I was like, Caitlyn Jenner, huh, dad? That's pretty cool, huh, dad? Huh? It's pretty cool, huh? Huh, dad? Huh? Huh? He's like, yeah, but uh, that guy won the Olympics first. It's a good dad joke. Makes me, dad jokes are like wordplay, right? And puns and whatever. It makes me wonder what are mom jokes, right? Figured it out. Mom jokes are when something horrible happens to your mom and she thinks it's hilarious. So she tells you about it in graphic detail while chuckling to herself the whole time. My mom calls me up, she's like, so, so I fell out of bed again last night. <laughs> and I'm laying there on the floor and I can't get up. <laughs> Then your brother comes over and he starts licking my face. <laughs> so then the paramedics come and, oh, they're so hunky. And I say, we got to stop meeting like this. <laughs> anyway, I'm in the hospital. Can you come pick me up? It's a good mom joke. Oh, boy, do you guys have any questions for each other? Do you want to break into small groups, discuss what we've learned about me? I feel like one of you is like, well, if you're a tranny, how do you have kids? Never mind. <laughs> I actually got to go in a minute. I got to make like George and Jet, son. <laughs> I will never stop telling that joke. <laughs> I don't care. Um, people often ask me, how do you know you're transsexual? That's a great question. How do you know you're transsexual, right? And I don't have time to get in all the nuts and bolts of it right now. <laughs> but I will tell you, a great way to find out is, step one, you get a sex change operation. And then if you regret it, you were not transsexual. <laughs> but you are now! One of us, one of us. <laughs> All right, guys, I've been Natasha Muse. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your lives. Good night, everybody. Natasha Muse. Natasha Muse. This message comes from Two Dope Queen sponsor, BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in the day, how would you use it? BetterHelp Online Therapy can help you figure out what's most important to you so you can prioritize it. Learn to make time for what makes you happy. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DopeQueens today to get 10% off your first month. Everybody's got a story about a piece of music. I thought this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. It's about pure experience, pure connection, pure joy. This song allowed me to survive. I'm Terrence McKnight with a new season of The Open Ears Project. Every Monday in under 20 minutes, you'll hear a different guest share their story. So you can start your week on the right note. Listen wherever you get podcasts.
how's this uh, festival been going for you, W? Well, uh, so I travel a lot, and I have two kids we talked about earlier. And yes. so and I'm sort of like, as I, I'm outside of, main, here's what happened. So I was just backstage looking for the dressing room, walking around like this is my town, comedy festival in my town, feel yeah. like a, my, my area, not my town anymore. But, uh, and I'm walking around, no, 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 I'm just saying I live in Berkeley, I can't really claim it like I used to, yes. That's about right. Uh, <laughs> so I'm walking around backstage, and this guy goes, hey man, I'm a big fan of yours. And I go, oh, nice, oh, that's cool, man. Nice to meet you, what's your name? Jadena. And I look, yes. And I see his name is literally within, I could do like this to it, it's on the wall, and his dressing room is way better than mine is. Oh, no! And I suddenly realize, oh, I'm an old man now. Aww. What's well, nice to meet you, young man. What, is, what, is you, what, is, what are you doing here? Is your, is your pops performing? <laughs> I totally treated him like he was but like... But did he take it in stride like it totally did take fine. it. He That's did take great. it in stride, and then came back like 10 minutes later with his whole crew, and they took a video where I had to tell the story about what happened. <laughs> So then they shamed you. That's great. Yeah. Okay. That's that. I. It's just like I'm not. I mean, I've been. Yeah. 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 I don't. Your festival's going better than mine. Oh, uh, what's wrong with your festival? Well, I bled through my underwear yesterday. <laughs> Come back, W. Come back. It happens. <laughs> You know, like, it happens. I feel like anything I say in response to that is automatically mansplaining. <laughs> no, what's in your heart? What is in your heart? When I say, so yesterday I bled through my underwear, what pops into Literally your heart? Literally what I just did. Shut up, Kamal. <laughs> you got no, nothing to add here. That's you, what is in my heart. You have nothing to add to this no, discussion. No, you have, you have two daughters, right? I do. They're going to come of age. So pr- you're no, they're practice. not. Stop saying that. <laughs> Why do people say that? You They're going to pr- top out an eight. No, you should practice on me. Practice on me. Dad! <laughs> Dad! I, I, Dad, I bled through my underpants at middle school today, and I had to wear, like, a sweatshirt around my butt so people couldn't see. Melissa! <laughs> Melissa! <laughs> this is yours! <laughs> Racism is mine! <laughs> <laughs> we have very clear demarcations in our household. It's a great thing of having a black man and a white woman. It's very clear who handles what. She's on uh, women's issues and casserole dishes. <laughs> I'm on racism and barbecue running the grill. I said this has been a great show so far. Well, you guys are here. It's been a great show. Amazing. So as a lot of you know, as tradition, we like to have rosé during the show, but we were ding-dongs and didn't bring any out. So can we have someone bring us out some rosé, please? Can we have some rosé, please? Davis, yeah. Davis, <laughs> no, no, no. Daily Show, Nobody White House Correspondents Dinner, Homecoming King on Netflix streaming now. Yeah. But in the Bay Area, Davis, California! <laughs> yeah. 
Very specific, yeah. You were in GQ Comedy Issue magazine wearing a lot of suits. Uh, you having yes. a great year. Yeah, it's been fun. Everybody, we just, <laughs> I feel like we need a proper, give it up for Samanaj, everybody. Yeah. Hey. This is like too much. I'm waiting for like the second shoe to drop. Oh, I'm yeah, like, this yeah. is too much. <laughs> and now I want to talk to you about some things. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So I got a lot of grievances. Tweets? Just oh, God. <laughs> But you're having an amazing year. How how crazy was the response after the, the White House Correspondents' Dinner? Because you did a phenomenal job. Um, a phenomenal job. It was And weird. you are a brown person, so I'm sure yeah. people were even more upset that a brown person was roasting Donald Trump. Yeah, you know? it was pretty cool. Uh, I, was, I just didn't want to... Because my parents were there, so they were watching. I could, and they sat there. I was like, uh, Mom and Dad should come, but sit them far away. But right. they sat them right next to the podium. No! So I would look to my right, and I would see my mom, my dad, and my sister. They were all on the edge of their seat the whole set. And then at the end, when it went well, they were like, every, they were like oh, it's okay, all right. They're like, they're not going to kill him. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Because they thought it was like the Hunger Games. They really thought. <laughs> uh, it kind of was. It kind of, yeah. <laughs> Was there any, were there any jokes that you wanted to tell that you didn't get a chance to? Or you were like, oh, no, I don't know if I share that's like a little too harsh and like off-brand for me or like what? Off-brand. Because you're like not, you're not like a, ah, fuck. That, yeah. <laughs> that was, was real great. That was real great usage of words. There was ah, some fuck. fire. There was like, we had a lot of fire jokes, but yeah. I'm like. I can't make that joke. It's about Baron. Like, I can't make that joke about... Oh, yeah. right. You have to be tasteful, Leave right? the kids out. Yeah, so yeah, I'm like, yeah. let's leave the kids out. He's a big enough target. There's a lot of stuff yeah. to hit there. And people are like, well, what if he was there? Would you still do the same jokes? I'm like, I could do the exact same jokes. He doesn't understand <laughs> irony. He doesn't get stuff, you know? So it's like, yeah, do the same. It's like doing it to a wall. But um, the thing you, I had to be ready for is anything could have happened. So I had jokes ready to go for him and the administration in case they showed up. So oh. I get to the dais, I sit down, then they give you the guest list. That's why the gig is so hard. You're juggling all of this in real time. I open up the what? guest list, I'm going, all right, who's here, who's here, who's here? I go down, I'm like, Ben Carson. Holy shit, Ben Carson is here? Because the Somebody bring me a joke about yeah. Ben Carson! <laughs> so, I didn't get one text, man. Yeah, I got, I got, no, 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 <laughs> but I had, I had my, like, my Ben Carson okay. stuff ready to go. So I text, the writers who were with me, I was like, yo, Ben Carson is here, scour the room right now to find Ben Carson. And they're like, there's 2,600 people here. How are we going to find Ben Carson? I'm like, yeah, but there's only four black people. Find Ben Carson. <laughs> so they go around. like, Ben Jones, that's not Ben Carson. April Ryan, she's not Ben Carson. They check the other two people. They're like, those aren't Ben Carson. So I'm like, I'm juggling. I'm sort of sitting there on the dais with my phone next to me to be like, do we have confirmation on Ben Carson? And like two minutes before I got on stage, they're like, no, Ben Carson. I'm like, fuck. So there's all these Ben Carson jokes that I wanted to do that I didn't get to do. So they're just gonna, they just die, but I kind of want, can I do them? Yeah. Yes. yes. All right. Yes. All right. Okay. All right. So how's it go? Okay. All right. So it's not just Donald Trump who boycotted the event tonight. His entire administration isn't here except for Ben Carson. Holy shit, Ben. Did Lord Voldemort not give you the memo? The Death Eaters aren't supposed to be here. Whoa. <laughs> ben, how did you end up here? Oh, let me guess. You got stuck on an elevator? 
He's infamously, he's left well, stuck. You know, he gets stuck. He gets stuck on elevators. You know, some people say Ben is bizarre. Other people say Ben Carson is strange. But everyone says that guy's a brain surgeon. I have so many questions. I have so many That's questions great. for you, Dr. Carson. But I have even more questions for the Maryland Medical Licensing Board. How the fuck did that happen? Because I took the MCAT, and Dr. Carson, at the end of the day, I got to say, as an Indian dude, I got to kiss the ring. My dad always wanted me to be a brain surgeon. But I was like, Dad, what if I end up like Ben Carson? <laughs> and he was like, maybe comedy wasn't so bad after all. <laughs> I never got to do those jokes. That's right. Oh, that great. Those are the jokes that just die. That's they die. Great. They would have loved that. Those jokes just die. I was never hoping they'd be like your mama jokes. Ben Carson no. is so unqualified for his position. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So those jokes just, you go, all right. Those are great jokes. I love those jokes. So like on, like did on. Did you say do them? Yeah. I just he did just it. did them. <laughs> I just did the joke. Literally just did all the jokes. Do them! Everyone just laughed at every single one of those jokes. <laughs> I'm like such a I, I love you but I Phoebe's love the enthusiasm that was so yeah, savage Phoebe, yeah no it's, uh, it's real I try not to be savage I feel like I'm nice that's yeah wow wow I'm, I'm pretty sure that nobody in recommending this podcast goes and Phoebe's so nice <laughs> And I'm not, I'm not hating at all. I'm saying it's like they listen for this. No, it was just great how I said I'm nice and half the room laughed. Cool. Uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I don't, it's fine. Uh, I love you too. Thank you. That's what you guys should have done. It's okay. See, that wasn't nice either. <laughs> <laughs> Even okay, how you ended you know the what? we love you, you turned back. This is What this are you, my dad? Great. What's going on? <laughs> This is therapy. <laughs> this is therapy. This so is on The Daily Show, much like on my show, uh, you talk to people that you don't necessarily agree with. Like what you do. Yeah, it's kind of a, it's like, it's like a Bay Area brand. This yeah. is what happens. <laughs> Leave the safe bubble of the Bay Area and go talk to people yeah. who hate you yeah. and want you dead. You know what's so funny? Can I just say this before? Sure. When you interviewed Richard Spencer and then there's parts where they cut to you and you're smiling, yeah. it made me laugh so hard. Because <laughs> like during field pieces, you're supposed to be like, but but uh, da, da, the question, and then they do reaction shot. They say something crazy, and then you're supposed to be like. But you were like, he was like, I think there needs to be a white nation state, and you were like. <laughs> <laughs> like the editor. That's my thing. The editor. That's my thing. Hang on. So the editor is in Final Cut Pro, and he's working with the field producer, and he's like, what should, we need a reaction shot after he says that, hey, we need to divide up the races, and white people can, should control everything because there's a superior race. And he's like, so we need a reaction shot of Kamal being like, that's fucked up. We needed like an eyebrow. What? That's fucked What? And then they're like, that's the best take we have. Yeah. <laughs> Him smiling that's right, yeah. at that's a diner. Because I'm just like, keep talking, keep talking. <laughs> what else crazy things do you believe, white man? <laughs> People don't get that. They thought I was like somehow, like my laughter was like, that's a good point. I don't know why. Somehow laughter works, everybody. Sometimes you laugh because shit is crazy. Really? Really? There are moments, there are moments when you are doing a piece and you're like, you're in, it's like you're having inception, you're you're in the moment, but you're like, oh, this is fucking incredible. No, that's, that's literally what I'm doing the whole time. Yeah. 
Oh my God, I can't believe you said that. That's going to be on television. <laughs> I'm going to be able to buy a house in Northern California. <laughs> <laughs> hip hop air horn, hip hop air horn, hip hop air horn. Yeah. I don't like, because I don't do fuel pieces, but I've dated, and I feel like I always have that. <laughs> no, but like I have that same. <laughs> no bragging. So. No bragging, I've dated. So um, I'm sitting across from this guy who's like Richard Spencer. He's a white nationalist. <laughs> no, but I mean, and like. He's, try, he's talking to me, and he's like, Phoebe, I like you, but. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, when I get into fights with boyfriends, I have that saying where I just, like, start laughing because I'm like, what you're saying is so fucking bonkers. Like, I can't believe yeah, yeah. I'm dating you right now. I, I, I did this. I'm going to roast you to my girlfriend's later <laughs> for you, a fucking idiot. I did, this, um, I did this piece where they sent me to Alabama. And they were like, go to Alabama. Because we had this thing called Alabama Week because The Daily Show is the lowest rated show in Alabama. So like, I wonder why. So they send me to Alabama to learn about guns. And I'm like, you know, we have white correspondents on the show, right? Like Jordan, you'll fit right in. But I had to go do this story about conceal and carry permit in Alabama. So for $7, you can get a conceal and carry permit. And um, Whoa. yeah, that's it. That's Seven, that's Chip funny. Chipotle burrito avocado. You get a gun. So <laughs> I go down and... Um, I've always thought the Second Amendment people are crazy, where they're always just like, hey, man, the government's trying to get me. I need a gun. But then, like, you know, when Trump became president, I was like, hey, man, <laughs> the government's trying to get me. I need a gun. Like, we're the same now. So I go down, and I go to the Wal this Walmart to buy a gun. I'm like, let me get a gun. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, the guy's like, what do you need it for? I'm like, I don't know. I got to start a brown militia at the mosque. And he's like, uh, he, like you know, we, we're on camera. He's just like, ah, uh, he's like doing the long division in his head. He's like, him, no. And it was so great because I'm just like, I'm laying out the rope, you know, it's like just for him to hang himself. And I'm like, why? Why can't I? You know, like Second Amendment, you know, I need to bear arms to protect myself from the government. And he was like, you could be an ISIS. He says this on camera. Wow. And I'm in. And then I did my Kamau like, sick. I was like, <laughs> I was like sick. This is sick. Keep it coming. Keep this it coming. This is so amazing. So I'm like smiling. And I was kind I was on one hand, like people were like, shouldn't you be insulted? I'm like, actually, I think it's so amazing that in his mind, he thinks ISIS, <laughs> ISIS, this global terror organization, is like, you know what we need? We need an Indian boy band member. <laughs> what is Hassan Minaj up to? But then he was like, you know, it was, he was kind of like, he was like, you know, I just see, I, I watch the news, I see people, they look like you, they, <laughs> they go to Syria, they radicalize, and then they come back here and they kill us. And I wasn't offended by the they look like you thing. I was offended by his lack of understanding and the way immigration works. <laughs> I was like, dude, you can't just go to Syria. <laughs> and he like... You can't be on kayak.com and be like, how much are tickets to Aleppo these days? <laughs> that, that's what offends me. You know what also offends me? What? So the Manchester bomber wore Jordans. And I was like, fuck, like, I wear Jordans. Now, like, I can't wear Jordans. Like, I always have to carry this, like, I'm, I'm like an assumed suspect all the time, you know? And what really fucks me up is that, like, 
people are really, really scared of Muslims right now, right? And what bothers me is the majority of us, we kind of already control every aspect of your life. <laughs> if you think about like food, transportation, medicine, we're like at every single corner. <laughs> like, so if we wanted to get you, we would have already gotten you. You know what I mean? Like, think about it every day in New York. You're just like, I'm hungry. Habib, let me get some kebab. Like, ah, oh, I'm so sick. Mohammed, drive me to the doctor. Sure thing. Dr. Khan will see you now. Like at every corner, <laughs> we could have gotten you, but we didn't. So to me, this like fear that like, oh, they're gonna get us. We could have already, already gotten you. You're welcome. That's my, that's my biggest. I think that's, that's the platform you should run on. We, we could <laughs> have already gotten you. We could have already gotten you. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Hassan <laughs> <laughs> Minaj 2020. <laughs> we already got you. <laughs> we do have to wrap it up because we have more show. Damn. But I All wanted right. to say that I'm really like happy and proud of you. Like, you're like you're just an all-around phenomenal person. I could not it's be happier. It's me. Hurry off and say, "Too good looking to be this funny." Damn. Oh, thank you guys. But no, <laughs> I just really, I'm really happy for you. you're having a fantastic year, and I just, it's only going to keep going higher. So, congratulations. Thank you, Phoebe. Thanks, you, thanks, you guys. I appreciate that. Keep it going, Hassan. Thank you, Hassan. Take care. What should I play? I haven't even tried this piano yet. Why don't we play a little bit of a piece that I think you might know? It's a new season of the Open Ears Project. I'm Terence McKnight, here with stories from people who share the piece of classical music that guided them through some of the most important chapters in their lives. Listen now wherever you get podcasts. And this guy, he's just like one of the funniest people that I know. He's so smart and wonderful. He does great impressions of people like Bernie Sanders. He's all over Comedy Central. Please give it up for James, James Adomio! Oh my God. Give it up for Phoebe. Give it up for Kamal. Hi guys, how are you? I was backstage and I was hearing them like, are you ready for your last comic? And they was like, maybe. <laughs> um, I have uh, a boyfriend, he's uh, very hot. Um, uh, he, he's, um, Hotter than me to the point that when we're together, it looks like he's a soap opera star and I write on the soap opera that he's the star of. Uh, I do write good soap opera material, though. I'm very happy with the way I look, but I understand that I'm overweight by some measures because I have, like many of you, played Nintendo Wii. And when you create a character on Nintendo Wii, there's like a pad that's like, a, I'm going to tell you you're fat pad. And... um I was creating a character when I first played Nintendo Wii and you step on it and there's like a generic guy and then it goes boom. 
and you're in front of your friends, and they know that. They sold it to you to play with your friends, so they're like, let's fuck with this guy. You step on it, and it goes... That's the same sound as when Porky Pig eats a whole cake. Um... What else? Fat, fat, fat. Uh, our president is a fat guy. You can't talk about it. No one's talking about it. <laughs> Donald Trump waited until it was uncool to make fat jokes, and he was like, great, that's fantastic, perfect timing. I'll be as fat as I want to be. I'm the, I got the best fat, the marbling and the fat. I'm like a sirloin steak, the perfect fat. I've got the best, juiciest fat. <laughs> I'm fatter than Lyndon Johnson, can you believe it? I'm the fattest president in 100 years. If that's true. <laughs> That's true. You have to go back to William Howard Taft to find a, a president bigger than Donald Trump. And he is the one that got stuck in a bathtub. And I think that that's our secret as the resistance. Maybe just start insinuating everywhere you can, like, Donald Trump, you stink. You need to bathe. I bathe all the time. No, you need to take a better bath. I take the best baths. No, it's not working. Whatever you need to bathe in, Step it up. Hashtag take a better bath, Don. And he's going to be like, give me all the bathtubs in the White House. And he will, by trial and error, find the William Howard Taft tub and get stuck in it. Help! I'm a big fat guy in a little, little tub. And we'll have like 18 hours to work out like a peaceful transition. Um... I, I, tr the way Trump talks is great. I love it. The, for somebody who hates foreigners as much as he does, it's ironic because he speaks English the same way that it's easy to teach people who don't speak the language. Easy words, simple sentences. He's like, oh, we were so bad. We were bad and weak, but now we're going to be big and strong because I'm a big, big guy. And the big, big man is going to build a big, big wall. He's just doing hop on pop. That's all he's doing. <laughs> We'll, we'll learn that. I like the people surrounding Donald Trump. Uh, he has, uh, well, he was endorsed by Gary Busey. That was, um, he needed that. That was instrumental. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to make something very clear. I believe in Trump. Testosterone, ridiculously underneath masculine pretenses. Busey exists in a world of acronyms. Bushy. <laughs> Boredom undermining sanity every year. <laughs> ALF is an acronym and it stands for ALF lives forever. <laughs> um, I, I, it's good to be gay. Try it out. Uh, <laughs> if you have any eligibility left... Um, it's getting better on TV. When I grew up, you used to watch like sporting events, and the way they advertised beer in sports was like, hey, watch out, you might be too gay for our fucking beer. <laughs> and America would be like, what are you talking about? We're 90% straight. We have kids running around. They're like, shut up. Sounds like pansy talk. Open a cold one and get straighter. Um, but now um, it's, it's better, but there's still these there's ads that you can't tell if they are homophobic or trying to market to gay people or maybe hitting both markets at the same time. <laughs> That's every single shaving commercial. Every shaving ad 
He's like, hey, dudes, look how hot this dude is. I know, you're not gay. Nobody is. So look how hot this dude is. Not just his face, which he's here to shave. Look at his body, which somebody already shaved. Isn't it perfect? Don't you wish you could shave his body like that? Or have somebody shave your body like that? Nobody ever cares. Like, it's camping. Why would I say that out loud? Because he's mixed race. That's the perfect race! What if one time you could just trace his jawline as close as possible, feeling and tasting every pore on his face? You can't, but guess who can? The new Gillette sensor. (laughs) It's gay, so you don't have to be. (laughs) The best a man can get in a repressed patriarchal society. That's the full-length version of the jingle. (laughs) They play that in Europe. Thank you so much. You've been delicious. Thank you so much, Clusterback. <laughs> Keep it going for James and Damien. James Adomian. You just heard Natasha Muse, Hassan Minaj, and James Adomian. Two Dope Queens is produced by Joanna Salataroff, Jen Poyant, Paula Schumann, Rachel Neal, Phoebe Robinson, and Jessica Williams. Our team includes Joe Plord, Matt Boynton, Ed Haber, George Wellington, Isaac Jones, and Shanoa Estrada. Our theme music was composed by Jeff Brodsky. Do you want to serve Twitter but avoid the trolls? Follow our feed only. We're a tolerant Twitter sphere with info on upcoming shows, cute photos, and behind-the-scenes content, and more. And subscribe. Five stars, baby. YQY. I don't know. I mean, the crazy thing is that are they human size? I know. I think they're like toddler size. I'm just trying to imagine if one was in the room, if as humans, like I think it's actually kind of offensive to humans because just because you're like an M&M that's walking around doesn't mean that people want to fucking bite you.